You're listening to Helmets and Heels, built by DreamFinders Homes. Presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products. On 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels, built by DreamFinders Home. My name is Blythe. I'm joined by Donna, Lauren, and Jordan. We want to talk about this story with U.S. soccer last week. We already kind of talked about the national anthem a little bit, but U.S. soccer is now requiring that all of its players, men and women, have to stand respectfully during the national anthem. And it left me wondering, is this something that should be mandated across all sports leagues, or is it a little funny that it is mandated in the first place? I think that you, at this point, nowadays, you do have to mandate something like this just to cause maybe, or not to have something happened like happened in the NFL where it's a trigger effect. I think that, you know, from a very, very early age, we're taught in school to when the, you know, when we're honoring the flag, we stand up, we put our hands over our hearts, you know, we do it with pride. This is, this is, you know, your country. And I think when you are an icon, like a a sports figure and you're either playing for your country or whether it's playing for just a team in a city, you're representing the United States. And it's sort of sad that it has to be mandated but I think that it's good on U.S. soccer's part because you're going to avoid the controversy later. Well, and absolutely, you are representing your country. This isn't just an MLS team that we're talking about. They may still get to choose. That's much more of a private company. This is the United States of America. If you don't want to stand and respect the national anthem, which people are fighting for and have fought for, then you don't deserve to play for the team. It's as simple as that. Someone like Megan Rapino, who has knelt for national anthems in the past, if she doesn't want to abide by the rules, then sorry, Pino, you're out, sister, and somebody else can come right on in. And whether that's the females or the males, I have zero tolerance for someone who does not respect what people are giving their lives for currently and what people have given their lives for in the past. It should always be mandated. It shouldn't have to be mandated, but it should be mandated throughout every single American sport. Every single sport. And obviously I'm military, so I'm more more passionate than others may feel about it. Or some, you know, kind of look at it as whatever. But my four-year-old son, he knows, you talk about in the morning, he already, he's four. And he knows the Pledge of Allegiance by heart and what it it stands for. And every time, you know, um, my husband's at home when we're watching baseball game or football game, you know, we do it at home. Because we like to practice and get him used Mm -hmm. to it. And you stand and. You know, hand over your heart, but it always it got me thinking. After um, a recent retirement party for one of my uh, husband's coworkers that we attended, and moved me to tears seeing the Old Glory presentation. So I looked it up, and I'm like, you know, because it, it's it's such such a moving moment in a military retirement, and just looking at it and it's a whole page and I can send this to you ladies just so you can read it. And it, it does, it gets you going, but just a part of it says I stand for peace, honor, truth, and justice. I stand for freedom. I bow to no one and I am recognized all over the world. It goes on and on and on, but I mean, you just read it and that's, that's what it is. It's just, it's for everybody. It's for our freedom. Yes. Everybody should stand and respect it. And one other thing, former soccer player Alexi Lawless said, not only does he completely back what U.S. soccer is doing, 
He also said the players should all sing the national anthem while it's being played as well, which not everyone necessarily has to sing out loud, but I agree with his sentiment there, which is you want to show people that you not just support it, but you also believe in it so firmly that you want to mouth at least the words while it's going on. Because there was definitely a lot of pe- a lot of, you know, obviously some people in, in sports media jumped all over this and said it was absolutely distasteful and that it was disgusting. While I'm... I'm a little bit on the fence about mandating something, especially when you use the terms loosely. So, you know, standing respectfully, like, what does that really mean? Um, Right. Like, you shouldn't have, that's why you shouldn't have to mandate it. I I don't, I understand this. It stands for freedom and your freedom is to be able to sit. It is a back and forth. (laughs) Did the chicken come first? Did the egg come first? You know, it is that kind of type of argument. But it, it, when you think about, you know, everything, the flag has been through Iwo Jima, you know, it to be used for bandages for comrades on the field of battle. Like they rip it up. That's that's what they do. That's what the flag is for. That I, the argument against that I would hear is that that flag doesn't represent the same America to everybody. And, and it, especially with sports, it has sort of this weird relationship where it's 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 commercially beneficial to sports to be patriotic. And I think that with Colin Kaepernick and that whole situation last year, I think that this move by U.S. soccer is more about preventing players from bringing their politics to work, which is what the majority of uh, overwhelming majority of companies definitely support. But when you when I tweeted this out there over the weekend, we had one of our European listeners and he chimed in. He said, you have to stand in all other leagues of football. They don't allow political statements and not even on the jerseys. So this isn't something that's just an American thing right. that we're forcing down people's throats. This is this is something, especially if you play for a national team. Why would you not be proud to mm-hmm. represent your country? And if you're not proud to represent your country, then what are you doing here? And that's why I would come back and say, I'm not forcing anything down your throat. I'm giving you the option to play for your country. If you don't want to live here, you can move other where. Mm-hmm. Or to another place, otherwhere. Um, if you if you listen to the other part of it that you said, Blythe, about the standing respectfully, what I think that means is you're not allowed to demonstrate anything while standing for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. You can either put your hands behind your back, you can put your one hand over your heart, but you can't, like, for instance, hold up your right hand with a peace sign. Like, I think that's what they're saying. We're not allowing anything other than what we consider to be respectful, and I'm sure that there will be bylaws, bylaws that will be put out to all their players if they haven't already saying this is what that means so that there is no argument whatsoever from a player to say, well, but I want to also wear this pin or, you know, I want to show my disrespect, I guess, so to speak, if that's the word they would use in a different way. You know, you think about it and I I believe it happened in the NBA and I forget who it was, but the Canadian national anthem was being played Mm -hmm. and I guess some people were just doing a shoot around and, and yes, that it was an, an, an issue. Oh, Dwayne Wade. Yes. It was, it was in Chicago. Right. It was a big okay. issue. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be just us soccer. This is just a respect factor. It shouldn't have to be mandated. I mean, it shouldn't have to be mandated. I mean, this is just something that you need to show respect for not only your own country, but the other countries too. And I think that, um, you know, like I just said, it, sh- it shouldn't be mandated, but the fact is you show respect for yourself and others. And this is a basis foundation of how you should live your life daily. And I think that's sort of what irks me a little bit is because I don't think people have respect for anybody anymore. And I think that 
people need to look a little bit more deeply into the meaning of why you're doing things. Yeah, it's another reason why I love NASCAR so much. Because do you know that at every race before they do, you know, the gentlemen or ladies start your engines and everything like that, they pray. They always have a minister, a priest, whoever it is, come out, do it loudly over the intercom. They do that. Then they all do the national anthem. It's been the same thing for decades, and they still do it. Nothing has changed. Nothing. And and certainly, I always have a hard time understanding how someone who would disagree with that Mm -hmm. would find that they even have a leg to stand on, right? Like, even you may not even be praying to the same entity, but you're just all using your words in order to hope that the race goes smoothly, there's no issues, and also you're saying thank you to all the people who served. Mm -hmm. For me, it's really hard to ever debate that if you live in the United States of America, that the military has not done a whole lot more for you than you can ever do for your country, kind of going back to what our president said a long time ago, John F. Kennedy. But it's also sort of, I want to say that football and U.S. soccer are the only sports that play, or maybe NASCAR too, that only play the national anthem while the, I guess their their players are out on the field. Like basketball, they play it before the players come out on the court, unless it's during warm-ups. Um, during college football, they play it before the players come out on the field, so they sort of avoid that. Hmm. But, I didn't know that. So, so for football, baseball, does it? The NFL, just in general, the NFL and and U.S. soccer, if they're the biggest entities, and one of them is not mandating it, but then the other one is mandating it, I can see the the stark differences and why you would mandate it for U.S. soccer when it's a national sport versus football, which it feels a little bit more like commercial, more more like. You know, the NFL is making a little bit of money off of this. And we know that's, you know, the the history to that with, you know, the NFL sort of making a little bit of money off the taxpayers and the flyovers right. and the military presentations. And so I, don't that feel, whole little... I don't feel that way with baseball when they do it. That just seems, you know, it's the oldest sport. It's, the, it's America's, you know, sport. So, yeah. All right. We talked a little gymnastics earlier. We are going to talk more gymnastics when we come back. Coach Dee Dee Bro is going to join us. She is the head coach of LSU Gymnastics. They just won the SEC regular season title, so they are certainly flying high, pun intended. She will join us as well as Katie Cox from the Jack Sports Council, so stay tuned to Helmets and Heels built by Dreamfinders Homes on 92.5 FM.